the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio, Texas, and i got listeners all over the United States. Thank you, Lord for saving me. Thank you for getting me on the radio. It was his idea, not mine, because everybody was against all odds. Nobody wanted me on the radio telling the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, because let me tell you something, it's ugly and getting uglier, and the future looks worse, not better. Not better, because it's getting worse. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory, and I thank you for this radio show. I thank you for the ministry you blessed me with. Thank you for Proverbs 1-5. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Bless each and every one of these listeners. Let me be a mentor to them. Let me to open their eyes. Help them, O oh Lord. Have the Holy Spirit live and abide in them. And ask us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I ask myself a lot, am I being prosperous today? Am I productive today? I've got a little lady I'm helping that's got a drug issue right now, and I hope that she's listening. I hope that she's productive today. We're working on that because, let me tell you something, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. But I can tie addictions to buying and selling. I can tie addictions to, i got to have it. I'm so obsessed that I've got this desire to own something that's made of man. And they'll lose value and break. And we're going to go over service departments. We're going to go over. I've got friends of mine getting ripped off every time they get their car worked on. Uh, Man, it is so many decisions on a vehicle. And the other question I keep asking myself, is it better for you? Have I helped you by knowing me? Are you that way with other people? Have you helped other people do they are they a better person for knowing you do they learn something from you have you helped them enough where they can grow and understand and be the best person they can be and enjoy life knowing and understanding and being in control of themselves and their views and their understanding and what's going on and i'm telling you uh and i can put so much of value into the car business. There's so much going on. It's the worst investment we can make on earth. And I run across something in Proverbs that's pretty interesting. Uh, In fact, it was this morning because I get up early and I get into the Word. Proverbs 2, 9 to 15. Then you will understand righteousness and justice in every circumstance. You and your integrity in every good path. For skillful wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discernment will watch over you. Understanding and discernment will guard you. To keep you from the evil, the way of the evil and the evil man, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who lead lead the paths of uprighteousness to walk in the ways of darkness. They lead they know better, but when they get into selling, they change their attitude, they change their way. And a little lying doesn't hurt anything, is what they think. From those who lead the paths of righteousness and walk into the darkness. Who will find joy in wrongdoing? They get joy into twisting you, turning you, putting you together. 
They find the joy in the doing wrong. Delight in the uh, professed ways of doing wrong. They they just love doing it. What's wrong, and they get a high on it. Whose paths are crooked, and who are devious in their ways. You ever had a car dealer apologize for charging you too much? Have you ever had one apologize for burying you? I can dissect all of that and put it in the car business today. What I'm trying to do is be your mentor, to teach you the right way, to examine your thoughts, figure out what the root is that causes you to buy what you buy. You know, it starts with a thought, and then it starts with feelings. Oh, yeah, that that you've lost that love and feeling, you know. You've got to have it at all costs. And then it turns into action. You see your friend driving a new car. You see it on ads. And these ads are just like the food ads. Man, I, I was telling y'all, I saw this great fish deal. Man, I tell, and I'm going to go buy it for my employees. Man, there's a lot of food there, and it's a great deal. So I go there, a little bitty deal. False advertisement and everything. You think false advertisement hit the car business? If you hate your payment. If you hate your car, if you hate what you owe on it, come on in. We're going to drown you some more. No, they don't say that. But that's you think that they build these billion, multi-million dollar buildings. They got a million and a half, two million a month to open the door. And they're going to give you a car. Yes, we want them to make money. Yes, we want them to make five, six, eight percent. But I don't want you to walk into a dealership that loves doing wrong, loves telling you the wrong thing, loves misleading you, and they don't care, and they're happy doing it. They love what they do. They love, you know, and it's just like alcohol or maybe drugs. I don't know. Neither one affects me. But it's a little bit and then a little more and a little more. That's the way a car salesman is. They start making a little money. You know, and if I tell a little white lie, I'll make a little more. And if I learn how to twist and turn and spin and work the customer to the max, I'll make a little more. And then pretty soon, do they ever tell the truth again? Well, 80% of them out there will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth. There's 20% out there, and that's the only ones I want to deal with. And if you're interested in sponsoring this show, we have sponsorships available. But we want the people who tell the truth, treat the people right. Yes, they need to make money. Yes, they want, I want them to stay open. But I don't want you to walk in there and walk out owing 5000 10000 too much. Man, there's billboard signs around, and I've just noticed, boy, they're popping up everywhere. Go online, hassle-free, we'll deliver it to your door. How much is convenience worth in your life? Not having to walk into that door. But these guys, if you shop, man, these big used car lots, they make four or 5000 on you on the front side. Yes, you don't have to walk in a lot. They'll deliver it to your door. At the profit they're making, they can buy the trucks. They can deliver it to your door and make you feel like you're really special. Delivering it to you. don't even have to waste your time walking into the dealership. We're going to deliver. We don't even have an office at the dealership. We have people delivering them to your door. Wow. Is that what you want? You're going to have to pay for it. It's not free. Is there anything free in the car business? No. Those cookies, that Coke, that coffee, they're getting ready to get you fired up, sugared up for sticker shock, price shock, for smoothing you over. Oh, man, we we want to make a plenty, plenty of money on this deal. But just because we want to comfort you and get you feel like maybe you owe us a little something, you know, you need to bring back this way a little bit. You know, we've, we've given you some cookies and fruit, and we give you coffee, and we're taking care of you. And, you know, 
We love to give you a massage and a shoe shine. We're going to take care of you. That way you owe us a little something and that we're your friend. We want to convince you that we're the best and we're going to take care of you. So are you ready for that? There's nothing free in the car business. Zero. It's just the way. And guess what? The cash cow has got bigger and bigger. I'm writing a book about the last 54 years of the car business, how it's changed and what's going on. But the future, what is the future? The future is going to be billionaires owning the car business because they love that cash cow. They're buying up all the dealerships they can. They're bringing in the great big mega used car lots that don't make the money on parts, service, and everything else. So what do they have? They have to make the money on the front side. They have to make the money on the automobile. They want to come get you in there and capture you if you walk in the dealership. Like I say, there's going to be, we're going to be online pretty soon where everybody's going to be selling online. Everybody's going to bring it to you. If you don't like the car, if you don't like it at all, we're going we're gonna to tell you that we're going to bring it back to you. It's going to be, you know, but here's the key. That's the law. They don't tell you that. you got three days to bring it back. Harken the door. Let me explain harken the door to you. Harken the door means if you walk into the door and you sign that contract, that little baby's yours. Sign up, Bubba. It is yours. But if you don't harken the door, and they bring it to you. You got three days to turn it down. <clears throat> I got lots of new car dealers. I can get you any kind of vehicle, any kind, Toyota, Ford, Chevy, Cadillac. I can get you a brand new Cadillac delivered to your door. I can get you a Dodge. I can get you Jeep. All of them delivered to your door. No big deal. And you got three days to figure out. But that's why hassle-free auto buying <clears throat> That's one of my companies, and it's not online right now. You have to call me, and I'm going to give my mobile number out this right after the uh, second half of this show. And that's why we make sure you're buying exactly what you want, exactly what budget. Oh, man, don't mention budget at a car dealership. They don't want to hear budget, but I want you to fit your budget, fit your needs, fit your family. You know, when you get two people together, a couple, as man and wife or whatever, comes together, a couple of people, good partnerships, partnerships in business, partnerships in wherever you're at, will feed off each other, work on the best abilities of each other, and in unity. That's why when you're buying a car, you need to be in unity with everybody. <clears throat> Talk about it. Study about it. Be ready to make that right decision because it's up to you to make that right decision. It's your hard-earned money. But too many people don't think about, I'm making this purchase, even if you pay for cash for a car. I'm making this purchase today. But what's going to happen in three years from now, five years from now, eight years from now? How long am I going to keep this car? What's the value going to be worth? Is it going to fit my needs? Is it going to fit my family? Am I going to be traveling more? Am I going to be traveling less? What do I need? I'm Right now, I've got another show we're building. It's called MakingMemoriesRV.com. Too many people rush out to buy fun. But that's the same way with a the car. They're buying their thought, their feelings, their action. Their feelings are controlling their actions, just like in Making Memories RV. John Eastie of Evergreen IRV and I got this show together, and it was my idea. I've been working on this for a year and a half because I see so many people make a bad decision on fun, on transportation, on a motorhome, on a camper. They're not thinking it out. They don't understand how much time they got to spend with it, how much money they got to spend with it. And you walk into one of these dealerships, oh, man, they're going to they're gonna sell you the biggest and the baddest and tell you that you're going to use it and you're going to enjoy it. 
and you use it once a year, twice a year. Is that a great investment? And if you use it for three months and take it back to them, and you paid forty thousand dollars, they'll offer you eighteen or twenty grand. You can lose twenty thousand in three months. MakingMemoriesRV.com. If you're thinking about buying a trailer, I went and looked at a little lady's trailer uh, yet last night. She's buying a house. She's moving back to North Carolina. She needs to sell her trailer. I've looked at it. I'm trying to find out what it's going to cost to get it all fixed up, ready to sell. And I'm going to make her an offer on the trailer. And I buy trailers. I buy motor homes. I help people get rid of them. But, you know, we're we're not thinking 100% right lots of times. A thought comes in there. We get our feelings and our emotions up and going. And then we let a salesperson push our button, help us, entice us. To, oh, yes, you can afford it. How do they know what we can afford? How do they know our future? How do they know what our budget is? How do they know what's going to go wrong with it? I'll tell you what, I bought new motorhomes and worked on them just as much as a used one. Cars, you think that they build them to last forever? Henry Ford, they asked him, said, Henry, what's the best unit, the most perfect unit that you could build? Henry said, I'd build it out of cardboard. I'd guarantee it a year. And after one year and one day, it'd fall completely apart. He said, that way I'd sell them another one, Bubba. Yeah, that's the way it is. Come on in here. We're going to cut you a deal. You believe that? Let me say you land the park. You're just not getting any paperwork with it. So I want to be here. I, want, I hope knowing me will help you. Make better decisions in every part of your life. What Make decisions today that pay off tomorrow. But how do we know if we get tied up on a contract that's seven years down the road, do you have any idea what your finances are going to be, what's going on in your life? Well, I forgot to give the phone number. I get so excited about this show, about doing this show. I forget the phone number. You can call in. There's no dumb questions. There's a million questions, a million answers, a million different situations. I won't embarrass you. Number here is 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. We'll get back to Proverbs 9 in a minute, uh, 2 in a minute. But go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. It's free. That's the best part about it. It's free. You need to know what your vehicle is worth. And we're getting an overabundance. Me and the Manheim man, the, the general manager of Manheim in San Antonio, we're sitting down. And we were talking about cars at the auction. And he'd never thought about what percentage of cars at his auction was over 120,000 miles or over 100,000 miles. Well, that's what I look at. I look at what we're putting in the market abundance of. So we're putting in abundance of 150,000 mile and up vehicles. And I have people wanting to sell them, and I make an offer on those vehicles. I offered. I had a guy with 300,000 mile truck the other day, and I made him an offer. He didn't like it. He said, I don't think you're giving enough for my truck. I've spent a lot of money on a truck. I said, yes, sir, you have. And you've got your money's worth out of it. And it's still a good truck. But it's hard to sell somebody. I said, you're wanting another truck. He said, yeah. I said, well, this is a 06 with 300000 but I can get you a truck of 12 with 200000 Oh, I don't want those many miles. I want one with less miles. Hold it, Bubba. Reverse the roles. Let's let's just turn this around. You don't want to buy a two hundred thousand mile truck, but you want me to buy a three hundred thousand mile truck and give a lot of money for it. What goes around comes around. I you know I agree with you. You got a good truck. I agree with you. Maybe you need to buy less miles. I'm not going to argue that point. But what I'm trying to do is show you. Yes, your truck has got value, but this is what the value is. I, I live, breathe, and eat the business. I'm in the business constantly. 
I can pull up auction reports. But when you're talking about 300,000 miles, there's very few people out there will buy that truck. So when you get ready to sell one of those, take in consideration how long you've had it, how many miles you put on it, and how hard is it going to be to sell. See, that's that's the key. Do unto others as you'd ha- have done to you. Well, it's the same way. You're not wanting to buy a 200,000-mile truck, but you want to sell a 300,000-mile truck. It's still worth something, but not the money that you're talking about. So go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. I'm not going to entice you to come in. I'm going to be fair with you. I'm not going to be like Auto Trader Buying Center. I was with them 60 days. You've heard that story before. And got out of there as fast as I could because they want to entice you to come in, put the VIN number in, cut you your knees, then beat you up where they entice you. One guy, they enticed him to come in at $30,000. He brought the truck in. They put the VIN number in. It cut it down to $26,000. And then they started picking on it and walking around and saying, this is wrong, this is wrong. It's a used truck. It wasn't a brand-new truck. So they got down to 24000 By this time, this guy is hacked at him, big-time hacked at him. And he goes out, and he hears about me, and so he gives me a call, sends me the VIN number, I describe, he describes the car, offered him $28,000 for the unit. He said, now, when I get there, you're not going to beat me up. I said, if there's something that has to be fixed in order to sell, yes. But if it's if I don't have to fix anything, he brought it to me. It was like he said it was. I gave him the 28000 He said, I don't understand why they beat me up. I said, that's part of the game. That's part of the system. If, you, if you're part of the auto trader buying center, you're supposed to do that. They want you part of the team. So describe your car. Hey, go out there and look at it like you're buying it again. Study it hard. Look at it hard. And then describe it to me. I'll make you an offer. You know where you're standing. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. Trade it in. Add a little money to it. I'm going to make money. Go to the other side of the website. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. Number one, find your credit score. Go to ftc.gov. ftc.gov. Know what your credit score is. Look at your credit. Clean it up. See if there's any mistakes, any past dues things, anything. Get it as high as you can. A friend of mine the other day owed $64 and didn't pay it, and he was mad at him in situation. I said, for $64, you're going to save a lot of money in interest. So he paid it. The score went up. A lot better deal. You want your score as high as you can get it. After you've got your score, go to the credit union, figure out what, Check a bunch of them, not just one, a bunch of them. See what your credit score is. See what the total amount's going to be, how many months, how much you're going to borrow. Look at the loan good. Check three, four, five of them out. And if they match up your old one, get a new relationship working with a bank or credit union. Then figure out what you're going to buy. Go talk to mechanic. Go talk to parts houses. Talk to, hey, go to, if you're looking at Toyota, go to a Toyota dealership and talk to mechanics. See what kind of problems they have. Talk to a parts house. See what kind of issues, what kind of parts you're selling a lot of. Talk to your body shop. Get everybody lined up. Then when you figure out what you're going to buy, research it hard. Go to the Internet, Consumer Report. Talk to, look at recalls. Look at uh, issues on them. Talk to everybody you can. See what old market, new market. You need to call me on old market, new market. See where the market is. And then after you've done all of that, you know what your trade's worth. You know what you're going to buy. You got your banking lined up. You got everything in line. Be ready for a battle, Bubba. Yeah, come on in here. We're going to we're going to take you on. Hey, you know what's the toughest thing in the world is? It's a slot machine. It, that's the toughest thing in the world is a slot machine. It backs itself up against the wall, and it takes on the world with one arm. And it smiles at you, and it takes your money, and it tells you he loves you. Yeah, well, that's about the same way with us car dealers. We take on the world. We're ready. Come on in here know-it-all. If you're a know-it-all, we love you. Wherever you, we, we can handle any situation. We go to school forever. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Man, sometimes I get excited. I just love you. I love educating you. And I love you people calling me, and I'm going to give out my mobile number the second half of the show. So get your pen and paper. I'm going to give it to you. I love you. I want to talk to you. Hey, and people said they, I had a guy tell me, I can't believe 
He said, I've been wanting to call you for months, and I didn't think you'd give me the time of day, and I went over and spent an hour with the guy. I love the deal. I love people. I love helping. I love serving, and I love Jesus Christ because he changed me from a taker to a giver. Have you had that opportunity? God bless you. We'll be right back. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing. Every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care. Two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I tell you what, are you the best person you can be? Are are you trying to be? Do you care about being the best person you can be? You know, there's always somebody out there that needs a little uplifting, a little help, a little encouragement. Try doing that. Maybe it'll pick you up where you feel better about yourself. Hey, if you've got any questions... I won't embarrass you. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Man, I get a lot of great calls on another one of my radio shows. We have a show in Austin. used to have a show in Corpus Christi. We're looking at putting that back together. We love the Corpus Christi area. We don't quite reach out to there, even though I've got some listeners that I text to. And they go to kslr.com. Tell your friends and your neighbors out of state to go to kslr.com. They can listen to my show there. I've got another show in San Antonio. Man, I've got listeners in, in Colorado, Florida, Ohio, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. And uh, it's, it works well. And they love the show. And like I say, we're working on really developing MakingMemoriesRV.com. That's Evergreen RV that's uh, sponsoring the show, Evergreen.com in New Brunswick, Texas. They have a consignment lot, and they have my consignments on selling my trailers and motorhomes that I get that I resell because I don't have the time and I don't have a facility for it, and they, they're great, great people. Plus, they can do a condition report, and they can do some other things. So uh, make sure you tell everybody. Out of state, your relatives are listening to this crazy guy on tele, on radio and then uh, Facebook that tells the truth about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. And Proverbs 2, 9, 15 says, And then you will understand righteousness and justice in every circumstance and integrity in every good path. I, I like being on a good path. I, I don't know about you, but the Lord... This is his path. This is part of my ministry is this radio show for skillful, godly wisdom. Man, I want godly wisdom. I really do. And will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Don't you enjoy having peace in your mind? Don't you enjoy being the best person you can be? Don't you enjoy serving and helping? You know, but so many people today, we're having a little issue in in my subdivision where I live. Everybody wants everybody else to slow down, but they don't want to. They want everybody else to fix the problem, but they don't want to do nothing about it. They are so selfish, they don't care about the well-being of the whole community. 
They care about themselves, and I'm in a hurry, and I'm going to drive the way I want to drive, and I don't want stop signs. I don't want speed bumps. I want my way. Has the world turned to where we got to have our way? But the problem is, as car dealers, oh, come on in here, Bubba, we love you. Yeah, you're right. Man, you're so smart. This is your first rodeo. Gosh, boy, I tell you, I just love you. Come on in here. We're going to give you the best deal you ever had in your life. Yeah, we'll sell you this $50,000 car. And guess what? Time you get through paying for it, it might be worth $2,000. are not you going to be lucky? Yeah, Bubba, we love you. Come on in here. Well, we know that. We know how you are. We know the selfish people. We're not push their button. Hey, you can afford that car. It's an easy payment. Real easy, Bubba. You're going to love the payment. It's, and your neighbors are going to be jealous. Oh, you know how they are. You're going to look so good going down the road. Yeah. Yeah. This car is going to be worth a lot of money forever, and you're going to love it, and you're going to get so much enjoyment out of it. And at the end of the month, you're going to have plenty of money left to do whatever your little heart desires. I still got land to park for sale if you want it, but I don't have any paperwork. Oh, man, can I say you a big dream? Can I say this dream that you can afford a Rolls Royce and not have to pay for it? Well, some of these commercials almost sound that way. Hey, and it's just like the buddy of my son's that thought he was signing a lease for two years, and because that's what he told the salespeople in the F&I department, two-year lease, and that he needed forty to forty five thousand miles a year because he knew at the end of two years he'd gonna be about a hundred thousand miles and he, he wanted to pay a small penalty for the mileage if he went a little further. That's what he told the salesman, that's what he told the F and I person, and that's why they kinda came back and made him feel like that it was. So he takes the truck in after two years, he flips him the keys and he's ready to turn it loose and walk off and they said, Excuse us? Uh, there's two more years to your lease, sir. Two more years? No, I, I told you I wanted a two-year lease, and that's what y'all told me. Well, let's pull out your contract, sir. You owe four years. Oh, by the way, the penalty, if you want to turn it in right now, is $20,000. Oh, man. What are we going to do now, Sapphire? Well, I guess we're going to have to pay. You know, I mean... I've already bought a new truck. I got myself in another new truck. I bought this one. I didn't lease this one. And now I owe $20,000 on one I need to get rid of. And my credit's perfect. Do I want to turn it back and have bad credit for seven years? Or do I want to do the right thing? Go borrow $20,000 to pay off on the truck because I got another truck because you told me. I didn't look at the contract, I guess, huh? Hey, let me tell you a little something, Bubba. They're trained to be the best they can be. Oh, don't you just love it, love it, love it. I'll finish this in a minute here. But I'm going to give my phone number out. You got your pen and paper ready? This is my mobile. And sometimes it takes me a couple of days to get back to you. Keep trying. Leave a message. If it's not full, my phone gets full. Uh, and I was visiting this guy that said he'd never think that I'd give him the time of day, working with him, explaining his option, explaining what he needs to do, helping him as much as I could. And he was thrilled about the time I spent with him. But so keep calling. But my phone rang about that one hour, probably 20, 25 times. I'm trying to help this guy, talking to him, talking to his partner, talking to everybody around. I kind of draw a crowd when I show up because everybody drives a used car. Everybody's looking for the next one. And two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And man, them can't affords will hurt you. Mercy, mercy, mercy. And you got to get behind the wheel every day. And your wife tells you you shouldn't have bought it. Hey, darling, you're the one that told me I should. Well, I was trying to be nice. 
Oh, you know, I just want you to feel good, and you worked so hard, and I thought you really wanted it, and I thought the salesman was so right. He sounded so good, and he worked so hard for us. He went in there to the sales manager and fought for us to get the great deal we got, and we didn't get a great deal, and they made fun of us in the sales meeting and in the manager's office. Oh, we got this one killed. We got him a five-pounder. Let's move it to a seven-pounder. Oh, that's from 5,000 to 7,000 profit. Hey, Bubba, take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires, but I don't want to make a better decision. I work too hard for my money. I don't want to give it away after after tax money. Remember, you got to pay Uncle Sam first. We got a partner for life. I don't care what you say. Uncle Sam's our partner. You got a partner for life and going to get his part. Well, after you pay that part, that's what's left. And now you're giving it to on a bad investment. Oh, man, I for, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got CPAs telling me, don't call it an investment if you do call it a bad investment. Must be a bad investment, huh, Bubba? You ever had one that go up in value? There is a few, very, very, very few cars that go up in value. Not many, not often. You know, the GT40, that 06 that Ford put out, you know, it's gone up in value. But I don't think anything else has. I'll tell you a quick story. Chevrolet dealer in, in uh, East Texas, uh, Corrigan, Texas, well, I used to buy cars out of there. Got up 5 o'clock in the morning and went to East Texas. That was a long drive up there and worked all the way and worked my way back. I'd leave at 5 o'clock in the morning and get home about 10 o'clock at night. But I bought a lot of cars, picked up a lot of cars, uh, enjoyed myself, loved to travel, loved windshield time. You can think a lot on windshield time. The problem is sometimes I thought too much about myself, you know, and you can get some bad thoughts in there. But anyway... My buddy in Corrigan, Texas, I was buying Indy Pace cars in 1978, Corvettes. Boy, that was going to be the, the they were only going to build 6600 They're going to be worth $100,000, $200,000. Oh, man, the best investment you could ever make. Well, he owned, had one on the showroom floor. I'd go in there and I'd tell him, hey, man, you want to sell me that Corvette because I know where to sell it. He said, no. I'm saving that car, man. It's 30. It's a highly loaded four-speed L82, and uh, it's got all the stickers on it. It's an Indy Pace car. Man, I ain't selling it to get to $150,000. Well, that was in 78. I kept going by there. In 88, I go through there, and I said, hey, you don't sell that old Corvette? Nope. When it gets to $150,000, I'm going to sell it. When 2008, sitting there, 98. 2008, still sitting there. Go in there, and I said, hey, man, I bought one of those cars the other day. You did? I said, yeah, 5,500. He said, yeah, but it had miles on it. I said, yeah, it had 20,000 miles on it. He said, well, that's 20,000 more than mine. I'm waiting it gets to be $150,000. Well, I got news for you. In 2012, he sold it, and he got $35,000 for it. But he had 33000 in 78. Now, if you take that thirty-three thousand and bought a house, and you could have bought a pretty good house in seventy-eight, they probably be worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you could have lived in it, or you could have rented it out. And if you'd rented it out, you'd have gathered up about two hundred fifty thousand. So then you got a two hundred fifty. Yeah, it's a half a million dollar deal. Insurance, upkeep, maintenance, parking in that spot. Hey. If you buy a car and you expect it to go up, Bubba, you need to go see your psychiatrist because it don't happen but one out of a million. Bad investment. Yes, CPA guys, my buddies. Oh, I got a bunch of CPA people listening to me, and they're right. It's not an investment. Investment goes up or it stays steady or you got use for it. Yes, we got use for a car. Yes, we need it. Yes, we can't get around without them. And I know that our city officials and our mayor would love us to get rid of cars and go to transportation by buses and rails and everything else. But that's just not going to happen in San Antonio. We're spread out too far. People are too free. Too many different activities. And I still believe 
Engineers can fix everything in the world, but we can't fix transportation. You know, I, at my little HOA meeting, this guy was talking about how great the traffic engineers are. I said, but they can't fix traffic. Well, 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 no, they can't fix traffic. My theory on traffic is we need to get the city together and figure out how we can change times on schools, how we can change times on businesses, where we're not all going to work at 8 o'clock in the morning. My office opens at 9. Saturday's 10. I'm on the phone all the time, but I try to get my people in and out where they don't have to fight the traffic. I think that we could put a system up, let the mayor try to organize it, see where we can get the the time situated so we can spread the traffic out a little bit more, and then quit wasting money. You know, at Stone Oak in 1604, that one Valero station sells 125 to 150,000 gallons a day. At 40 cents a gallon that goes to the state, that one station is 60,000 a day in Texas. Where did the money go, Bubba? Who is robbing us in the state? It must be them officials that we're electing. The ones that get to Travis County and they go brain dead. We could build electric cars right now. You know, you look up at one of them in, in the computer, they got bearings, man, that just roll forever. And they're not old and they run forever and there's no resistance. Why can't we put electric car, put a alternator on each wheel, go down the road, charge the batteries up, and keep going. You know we have an air-compressed car that'll go 150 miles. Why don't we put pumps on each wheel on the inside and go down the road and pump up another tank so when we get down to 100, 150 miles, we switch the tank and keep going. There's ways that we could, but why not? Our our buddies, our elect officials, the ones up at in Travis County, ones in Washington, you know, the ones that need that money, they don't want electric cars. They don't want air-compressed cars because they don't want to lose the tax money that they can blow. We can build better things. These engineers can fix everything in the world except the ones they don't want to. Look at technology has exploded the years. How things has education, the Internet, how you can shop the world in five minutes. But we go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. But you can go to YouTube and look up Jim Ziegler, and he's giving classes to new car dealers how to sell you, how to push your button, how not to mention budget. And that's okay because we're well-trained. You know, neurosurgeon goes to college for eight years. Car dealers go to school forever, every day. And guess what? If you don't go to school, you don't stay on top of it, stay ahead of the crowd, stay ahead of the education, stay ahead of the customers walking in, you're out the door, Bubba, or you go busted. We've seen a lot of car dealerships close down around mom and pop deals because the billionaires are coming in and trying to take all the business. They get in the big dealerships. But here's the problem on the big dealerships. It takes a lot of money to open the door every day. Your bought back pocket, you know, back pocket national, you know, that's where you pay. It costs you. Hey, we're looking for sponsors on this show. We want, I want a sponsor, a good big sponsor that tells the truth and does it right. But to show the community you want them educated, you want the best for them, you want to help them. To get the word out everywhere. I'd love a corporate sponsor to syndicate this show. Hey, everybody needs employees. North Park Toyota, my Toyota dealership, I do a lot of business with where I send my customers because I love doing business with them. They tell the truth and they're honest. Hey, they're great, great people. They needed employees. One month, we tell Every week we told we need salespeople, we need other people. If you're looking for a change, if you're looking for something to do till you decide to go to college or what you're doing to do with your life, go out there. They were, they were looking for good Christian people to go to work. We found them a lot of employees in one month. How many of y'all out there looking for employees? How many? 
I've got restaurants right now that tell their employees to listen to my show. Why? Because they want their employees to be educated. They care about them. They want them to learn. They want them to grow. They want them to make better decisions. Hey, they want them to drive a car that will make it to work on time or make it to work, period. But, I mean, have you got the desire to help your employees? Have you got the desire to help San Antonio? Have you got the desire to help the state? Are you giving back? I give my college plan. Hey, University of Texas sitting on $50 billion donated money. 900 building projects, and I, if you call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789, I'll give it back in one minute. If you call me, I'll tell you why I know there's 900 building projects, all donated money, won a super big hospital. We got the Internet up. We got the classes up. Let's have ladies on welfare. People on food stamps have to take two classes per semester to stay on welfare, to stay on the food stamps, to better themselves, show their kids are trying to do better. It's they got they're paid for. They got a lot of money. We're paying we're paying professors big two, three hundred thousand a year for part time work to put their socialist ways into our kids. Let's get them online, let's teach them. Let's improve everybody. We could, instead of spending $28 million on Head Start, I could educate the city for $4 million a year and educate everybody. I'm talking about four-year-olds to 400 years or 104. But why don't we use our money wisely? Why don't we get people involved? Why don't we help people? Why don't we spend time with them? Instead of our being so selfish my way or the highway. Oh, yeah. I want to drive the way I want to drive, but I want everybody else to slow down. No, I just, I don't want nothing, but I don't want to help. I don't want to, in, I don't want to fix nothing. I just want to do my thing in my world and go down the road. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com or give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's my mobile. Love to talk to you. I will call you back. I've had so many people say, I can't believe you called me back. I'll call you back. Now, there might be a day if we syndicate this show. We're on, we got four shows right now. But, I mean, if we syndicate this show, it might be a day when I get more calls than, than I can handle. I may be doing that all day. But I spent most of Monday talking to listeners and enjoyed it, wanted to. A lady, I finally talked to her last night. She's wanting a fifth-wheel motorhome, her and her husband. We talked about her van. We talked about his trucks. They, they're wanting a fifth-wheel to pull, but they've already got the three-quarter ton. They're already started making better decisions. They've already thought about it. They understand they've had a motorhome before. Now they want a fifth-wheel. But they're, they're taking the time. They're discussing it together. They're in unity together. Who are you in unity with? Have you discussed it with your wife? Have you prayed about it? Have you, do you understand your needs, your budget? Have you put it all together? Are you all just jump up on Saturday morning and say, come on, honey, let's go get us a new car. Let's go get us a new truck. Hey, I saw these ads, and, man, they got the best deals of the year. Man, they got big discounts, and they want to give us all the money for our trade. Well, let me tell you something. All the money for your trade, you better get a second opinion. If the doctor tells you you got cancer and it's eating you alive, you better get a second opinion. If you, somebody gives you an offer and when you walk into a dealership because they're expecting to make money on your trade. They're expecting to pick up some of that overhead on your trade. And I'm telling you, it's just and the worst investment in the world besides an automobile is a title loan. And car dealers tell me that. When I walk into the auctions, thank you, dealers, for listening to my show. They tell me, be sure to tell everybody how bad title loans are. I was just talking about a, I was just talking to a friend of mine, uh, John Fostick, who's a financial advisor. And he, I said, you know, I, I bought a Jeep off a title loan place at the auction. They have about 150 a week. He said, that many repos on title loans? I said, well, nobody can come overcome 330% interest. He said, what? Three? What's 300? Our interest is 300. He couldn't believe it. It's 330% interest. 
I used to have the license. I never would do it. I, could, I didn't have my conscience bothered me. So I dropped the license. But you can't change the interest rate. But you know how they advertise? We have competitive rates. They're all 330%. Because the software you buy charges 330%, and you can't change it. Because the House of Representatives and the senators that we put up there in office, they own the license, and their buddies own the license, and they don't want to change nothing. But 27 states and 50 states, it's illegal to own to have title loans. So not not in Texas. We're going to take care of it. We're going to rob the people. We want the title loan people to rob the people that voters in. Don't do a title loan. You borrow 5000 you own 900 a month. After six months, you paid in 5400 on a $5,000 loan, and you still owe 20 months. You pay 25000 back for a $5,000 loan. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody to go to my website, find out what it's worth, sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, tend to your business, get you cheap transportation. The Jeep I bought, I give $14,000 for a Jeep I love. But the title loan place offered, they loaned $8,000. They made 6000 on the loan, and we found paperwork where the guy made 10 payments of 900 He paid in uh, $9,000, and they made, so they ended up making almost 15000 on that Jeep. Randy Adams, call, give me a call, 830-708-4789. My office number is 830 830- Six two five seven one five nine. Thank you, KSLR six thirty. The word. Thank you, Baird. Thank you, everybody here. I'm right in the middle of a bunch of preachers telling you the word, telling you the truth. I'm trying to be your mentor, trying to be the best person I can be, trying to make a difference in your life. I want you to know so well that you can teach others. I want you to be the best you can be. Jesus Christ, when I accepted him, he took me from a taker to a giver. Takers are never happy, never enough, never satisfied. Givers give, love, care. Which one are you? God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. See you next Saturday. Go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. See where the other radio shows are. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.